0: Everybody, welcome to another episode of The Shift. I'm your host, Bree, and welcome back. So it has been quite a while since we last chatted. I think it was back in January 2021, or excuse me, 2022. The time has flown by so fast. Um, I've been doing a number of things since then, and honestly have not been able to attend to this space as much as I've wanted to. I remember, you know, starting and, you know, having some really good momentum and then so many things had changed along the way, you know, such as moving, you know, getting a new job. So, you know, I want to say that I have not forgotten about this. I just knew that I needed to be able to, you know, make some room for some other things. And now that I'm able to be in a place where I can be able to tend to the things that matter to me, especially this I'm I'm really fortunate to be able to get back into this again. But there are a number of things that I want to talk about on this uh, comeback episode. Um one of those in particular is leaving um, leaving that job, that that job that I had started back in March of 2022. So I actually want to, you know, shed more light on that and the reason why I left, but also want to, you know, share new happenings that I'm setting forth for um with 2023, but also, you know, just wanting to be able to check in with you all. As we know, it is a new year. We are already at 2023. I can't believe that we're already here. That's the crazy thing about it. But we're already at this point and I'm so excited to see when new opportunities come. I have been just journaling as much as possible, being able to just go set and you know, just trying to accomplish everything I've been wanting to do within the last year. As I said, there have been a number of changes, um, some some uh, not so stellar, some, you know, great, but nonetheless, I'm just glad that I'm here in this moment being able to talk to you all and be able to share those gems and to be able to continue to build community. But um, the first topic I did want to talk about in this episode was leaving that toxic job. So that's the part that's uh, not very stellar. The part about leaving, I'm actually glad about that. But the job itself was not so stellar. So um, back in 2022, I was at a agency under FCB Chicago. It was a San Louis agency that uh, was overseen by FCB Chicago. But I started that job back in 2022. And it was actually a dream agency of mine. I've always wanted to work there. I, you know, had been wanting to work there since I was back in school. So I graduated back in 2018. And it was one of those places that, you know, was extremely competitive. Um, to even be able to get an internship there was something that it said a lot. It was an accomplishment for people who live in the St. Louis area who wanted to get into advertising or even be a designer. So, you know, I got uh, headhunted for the role. Someone who was actually a colleague of mine, she reached out to me and, you know, talked to me a little bit about the role. And, you know, like I said, I was just so excited because I actually did, just to give you a little backstory, I actually did interview there back in 2021. They were really dragging the interview process. And unfortunately I had to withdraw and that's one thing I always want to mention, always establish boundaries um, from the jump. And when you feel like it's time to withdraw from, you know, every process do that. Don't feel like, you know, the company is doing you a favor by interviewing with them. Like you have the right to interview them too. You know, this is much of a life changing opportunity and experience um, for them as it is for you. Like, You know, just because someone is paying you doesn't mean that they are. Just because someone is interviewing you doesn't mean that you don't have the right to stick up for yourself. So, just want to let that be known. But yeah, I had to withdraw from the interview process because they were taking extremely too long, just giving me the runaround. But you know, I did hear afterwards that, like, sometime after that, um, some people that I actually interviewed with in the past they ended up getting a another opportunity at a different role in St. Louis. And so, you know, I feel like okay, well. Now that those people are no longer there, like, let's see if the interview process is actually going to, you know, be decent this time. Are they actually going to hire me instead of just saying, oh, you know, we haven't made a decision yet on, like, when we're going to actually hire for the role. Anytime someone says that they're uh, making a decision to hire for a role, just cut the cord. Like, they're not seriously considering anybody. They're just trying to waste people's time. So that's also something that that you want to know, too. If they're not seriously trying to hire, just leave it be. There are so many other opportunities out there. But fast forward to 2022 and um, a colleague of mine, she ended up reaching out, telling me about the role and all that. Now, the crazy thing about it is like, you know, I always feel like everything happens for a reason. Her and I were actually colleagues or we were not necessarily colleagues. We knew of each other or we had seen each other around due to us having, um, ties in this black, you know, group at, at my university. So she was one of the people in leadership that actually, you know, helped being able to, you know, bring community to black women in the community at the school. So I think that was really great that me me and her were able to connect again, um, later on, just down the line. It had been, like I said, four years since I graduated. And I think, The last time me and her ended up, you know, even having a conversation together, I think it was like back in 2016 or 2017, so it was quite a while, but, you know, I feel like fate brings people together, whether, you know, you have an outcome that you may not have been in favor of, I feel like fate brings people together in in certain ways, and so I was glad that it was able to connect us, though, so... Got the uh, role after interviewing and everything, and I did notice that the role was actually a step back from a role that I had previously been in, so this role was more of a junior role, but at this point, I was still technically a junior, but on my way to being mid-level, so I was like, you know, I'll just still accept it, you know, it's a start, and that's the thing, too. I feel like as a Black creative or as a Black designer, a lot of companies like to be able to lowball you, and I understand it wasn't her fault. She was just recruiting. But I understand that um leadership also plays a role in salary, you know, positions. If they really, you know, weren't in favor of me enough, they could have just made the role a mid-level role. But they said that they weren't hiring for any mid-levels, so they ended up making it more of a junior role. Now, again, I was still a junior at the time, but I feel like that role should have been mid-level, especially with the experience and just... The things that I've been able to touch and you know how my portfolio was so I felt like as a black creative or I feel like as a black creative you have to work you know twice as hard to be able to achieve that one thing and so I feel like with that it was one of those things where it's like okay I'll take the role but you know I know I could be able to have uh, something better than that so anyways you know, started to uh, to do the role and noticed from like the first week and a half that I don't know if that was really the right role for me. Like I've heard of sweatshops, but to actually be able to be uh, living that, it was just like, you know, you're kinda in denial about it at first and you don't think that this is actually happening, but it's like, no, like you're actually you're actually living this. So my first week and a half, like they had threw me into like five projects, and my supervisor, who said she was an ally, which she really wasn't, she said she was an ally, and you know she was trying to set me up for success, but she was actually the one that was throwing me under the bus from the very beginning. She kept going to HR uh, about me, um, saying that I wasn't, uh, you know, being able to make my deadlines, and instead of vouching for me and being able to be that leader, she didn't do that, and so. You know, from the very beginning, uh, that role was made to be extremely harder than it should have been. And again, you know, you think, okay, what's a junior role? So it shouldn't be, you know, extremely hard. But there is a thing of overworking someone, whether they're, you know, junior, mid-level, senior, the people at that agency are overworked. It's a little sweatshop. And so again, you know, I was just in denial about it. I was like, well, maybe this Maybe this is just how they uh, roll when it comes to just workflow and allocations, but I'm like, that's not normal, especially for somebody who hasn't even been there for a month now. Five projects, five, you know, uh, very lengthy projects that needed to be uh, complete, and you know, someone starting within a week and a half. So just from that very beginning, it was it was really difficult for me, and I didn't feel like my supervisor vouched for me the way she should have, and. Down the line, it just continued, where you know people would throw me under the bus, especially my supervisor. Um, I had white counterparts who, you know, made my job harder than it should have been. Who, you know, would find any reason uh, to critique me, and you know, I felt like I had to work just as hard as them, and you know, didn't want to make this as like, oh well, you know, what was me. But I feel like things need to be said. I feel like things like this need to be talked about because there's a lot of black employees, especially black women, employees who feel like they don't have that voice and feel like they can't say anything because they feel like they'll be blackballed in the industry. St. Louis has a really, really small uh, advertising scene. Everybody pretty much knows everybody. And that is something my supervisor uh, is not aware of because she's from Chicago. But you know, I always say never bring your bridges because you never know who you might work with again. And I've seen that happen many times in St. Louis, where you have agency leaders who don't play fair and end up having to, you know, eat their words and have to be able to uh, work with the same people who they uh, threw under the bus at one point. So, you know, I'm pretty sure there's going to be another time where I cross paths with, the, uh, with that individual again, who uh, was my supervisor. But you know, like I said, um, it was an experience that was less than stellar, but, you know, you learn from the situation and everything, but I knew it was time for me to go. I knew it was time for me to go when just everything was just more and more and more just issues on top of issues on top of issues. I knew that's when it was time to go. And so, you know, like I said, she kept going to HR on me. And funny enough, HR, one of the people in HR was actually a black man. So I feel like a lot of times when white women, especially they go to HR about you uh, as a black woman, they seek black people in HR for, you know, some type of consolement or, you know, oh, well, am I, am I doing this right? You know, I just, I want to be an ally and really and, you know, people say, well, oh, maybe they just don't know what they're doing, but people are highly aware of what they're doing when they go to HR on you, like their job by going to HR on, you, HR on you is to either like, like put you in your place or like better yet get you fired. And I felt like that's what she was trying to do. So, you know, eventually I was like, we keep having all these issues, like. Like put these things in writing because, like, you know, I'm doing the best that I can. I'm meeting all my deadlines. I'm doing everything you're saying, and like, you're still having these issues. How about you get this in writing, and then we can go from there? Because, like, we're just gonna keep having these problems. So she got with HR, who eventually um ended up hiring someone else who uh, was a biracial woman who identified uh, more um again with the um uh, with the other side, and so you know, she didn't really understand the plight of a black woman. And you have a lot of uh, microaggressions within the advertising industry. And I think it is especially heavy when you're dealing with white women. So I um, don't really feel like I was supported, even though she was a biracial woman who um, was half black. I didn't feel like I was supported by her either. And it's unfortunate because, you know, you would think that, okay, well, you know, she... She identifies as half like, but you can't always um you can't always think that because, you know, there's certain people who don't identify uh with with the uh with the other side. And you know, that's their decision. But I do feel like when people try to say that they are working in DEI space, such as that individual, you should be able to um vouch and be able to stick up and be able to be that voice for that black woman who is being harmed in the workplace. And I felt like she was not that. So um yeah, within that uh timeframe, like the agency, they also was shutting out my uh, my my um colleague who actually helped me get the job. So, you know, she wanted to be able to contribute and help in any way she could. And I felt like they were uh, they were keeping her hush as far as not being able to uh, use her expertise when it came to being able to resolve the issue between my supervisor and myself. And so again, it just felt like it was me against them. And eventually they put me on a, on a PIP, which is like a performance uh, improvement plan or something like that. So they eventually put me on a PIP after that. And once that came, I knew it was time to go. I knew that it was time to go. I had been wanting to leave Think like the, the, like fourth month in, but I just tried to stick around and just hang at it. But I knew something wasn't right. And eventually, like I said, they put me on that pip, And I knew that it was time to go. So I just kept applying to places and just needed to get out there as fast as possible, because I knew I didn't want to be without a job. And that's one thing I want to say too, is if you ever feel like you're at a point where you're absolutely at your wit's end with the job sometimes you just gotta gotta bite the bullet and just leave and I wish I had done that I knew that I I wanted to still be able to support myself and you know just deal with it just just stay for these last two weeks but honestly I didn't even give them two weeks I gave them a week notice and then I did I didn't feel like they even deserve a week notice but I still did that because I knew that there were people who were, were within my team There were several people that were within my team that I actually didn't want to just leave hanging like that. The others I didn't give a damn about because if they were in a situation, they wouldn't have gave it, you know, a a damn about me. But there were several people that worked within my immediate team that, you know, I had built a relationship with and I just couldn't see myself uh, leaving them hanging like that. And I knew they wouldn't have done the same thing to me. So I just couldn't live myself I did that. But I eventually left and... It was just like a weight, a huge weight was just like lifted off once I had left. It was something that it should have been done a long time ago, probably within the first uh, month. But, you know, you always want to be like, okay, well, let me just stick around, give it another try. People say you don't really know, like learn a job for like three months, but sometimes when you know, you know, and that was me, like I knew it was time to go, but yeah, I'm so glad I uh, I left. I got up out of there, and it was no hard feelings with my uh, my colleague and I. She understood just what the the things that I was dealing with and how they were treating me, and just the things that she was dealing with too, um, within her own just like realm in that DEI space. Like she didn't feel supported. So if she wasn't feeling supported as a faci- as a facilitator, um, in that realm, like I knew that I wasn't going to be supported. And you know, it's sad that. You know, we want to get into these spaces and you just feel like when you get into these spaces, sometimes you, you, in the beginning, in the interview process, they're saying like, oh, if we do all this, we do all that. And, you know, like we want to, uh, and then when you get in it' like, oh yeah, we're, we're doing all these things to make this a more inclusive, diverse, you know, area or, you know, space. And then when you see it for yourself, you're like, this is all a performative joke and, that same agency also said they wanted DEI to take a back seat to many of the other things that was happening within the agency, and they wonder why they weren't getting any new business, or they wonder why they were not really getting any new business. So that's that's another story <laughs> within itself. But yeah, so I ended up leaving, putting my week's notice, and I ended up leaving, and I felt like that was one of the best decisions I had made in 2022. It was just a matter of just being able to put yourself first. And that was something I hadn't done for a long time, putting myself first. It was it was an easy decision in leaving. But, yeah, I just I wanted to be able to support myself. And I felt like I wasn't going to ever get another job. When I say the interview process just took so long with a lot of places I interviewed at and like companies ghosting me left and right you know, uh, jobs being put on hold, I just felt like there was no hope. Like, like I just felt like I wasn't gonna ever get out of that place. Eventually I did, but yeah. I felt like I wasn't gonna get out for a long time. But yeah, so um, fast forward to 2023, and I can say that I've been putting myself first in a lot of different instances, and it's only up from here. You know, there's so many things that I've set forth as far as like goals that I'm looking to achieve in 2023. I hate being the one that tries to make resolutions because I feel like sometimes when you make resolutions, you end up like putting more pressure on yourself than you really needed to. I don't think there's anything wrong with saying like, hey, these are goals that I want to accomplish without having to be so literal in a sense of like, like I have to do this. Like, These are my goals. And if I don't achieve it, if I don't make it happen, that's okay. Like, at least I try, at least I'm doing, at least I'm setting forth and trying to achieve those goals, even if it doesn't work out this time. So I've just been really trying to be intentional with a lot of things this year, including like getting back into my art. I've been able to do a lot more of my art, my personal like design stuff on the side since I've, you know, left that company. I was so burnt out from that company. Like just burnt out. Didn't want to do anything. Just wanted to go home and sleep. So now that I'm in this space where I can be able to do my own personal artwork again, it's been amazing. I've been able to do that. I've even gotten to an acting class. Like gotten to an acting class. I've been able to do my own personal art. I've gotten back into this again. I'm really, really excited to see what this year holds you know, I've also, you know, been interviewing at other places, so I am on my way to trying to relocate out of St. Louis again. I relocated back in 2020 to Dallas, and that was such a hard time for me because, like, everything was still closed. Like, I didn't really know anybody in Dallas, so it was just such an experience that I don't know if I was quite ready for it yet, but I made the most of it, and I learned so much about myself when I was in Dallas. It was like survival mode, and, you know, when you're in survival mode, you just got to do it, whether you want to or not, and I learned so much about myself, and it was something that I really needed, just to have that outlet to be able to say, like, I did this, and, you know, I tried. It was an experience that I'll never forget. would I move in the middle of the pandemic again? No, but I'm glad I tried it. Um, there was there was a, a number of um, different things that I uh, was able to learn about myself once I came uh, back or once I was down there too, but once I came back too, and I'm glad I ended up coming back home because after I came back home, I had so many uh, opportunities that came after that. So, you know, I love St. Louis and I feel like um, I'm at that point now where I've accomplished everything i wanted to accomplish here just about. But I know that the work doesn't stop when it comes to being able to bring community and to be able to, you know, just be that resource for uh, Black designers because I feel like there are resources out there, but just be more in depth and to just, you know, just put it all out there and you know like I said just have that community Um, that's what I always want and that's something I'm not going to stop doing wherever I am but I've been looking at some different places I've been looking at you know Dallas again I've been looking at Chicago I've, I've even been looking into New York I got to visit New York for the first time and when I say I was just you know Awestruck. it was it was amazing like something I had never witnessed before um yeah so who knows like where this all take me but all I know is I'm excited to see what everything holds so we shall see so the comeback is here You just heard me talk a little bit about some endeavors that I am looking to get into this year, and I am excited to see also where the rest of this podcast takes me. I know I had took a break, and I know that that um, wasn't the best, but I knew I needed to uh, be able to handle um, what I needed to do first, and I'm so glad that I'm able to get back to this point again it has been quite a journey for me last year and i'm just ready to see what this year holds as i said before i have a few plans that i'm looking forward to within this realm right here i do want to intend to you know interview more people more creatives and other you know designers who are also in the industry and also to just um, beyond that i really want to be able to talk to people who are in the music and entertainment industries also want to be able to talk to people who are you know in their own podcast uh space as well i've been able to talk to a number of different people um within you know the first couple episodes and i haven't been able to publish them uh, just yet but i am looking forward to you know posting those i've been able to talk to A couple of different people and they all have a different background and they all have a different story and I think that's the beauty of being able to share you know different knowledge and be able to share different experiences and that's the point of this podcast to be able to not only tell what your experiences have been in uh, you know the space as a designer. I keep saying space because that's that's what it is like. And you had to carve your own path at times. But right now, I know that I am going through my own journey of you know figuring out if I want to be an entrepreneur or figuring out if I want to stay you know in advertising or if I want to go in house. But most importantly, I know that I wanted to continue to be able to reach people in any capacity that is possible as a creative. Whether that is through design, whether that's through, you know, media, whether that is through acting, any way I can be able to reach, that is the goal that I'm trying to do. But most importantly, being able to inform and be able to educate and just be able to give resources that you might not have where you are, wherever you are. And so this year, there's a number of things I want to do. So I'm not going to hold back. I just got to, you know, believe in myself and, you know, it's, it's an, it's an exciting time, especially for this being a brand new year. I think again, we all get caught up in like, oh, I have to meet all these goals, but hey, one day at a time. So I look forward to new episodes. I look forward to bringing in more guests and I look forward to talking again soon. Have a good one, y'all. Peace.